Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Hlaud, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, Prince of Peace community. Pastor Lauren and I are here with our third installment talking about the second theme for the Advent Conspiracy. We're talking about spending less and we've got something fun cooked up for the beginning of our time and thinking about spending and it's always on our minds in this season. We thought we'd do a little quiz of each other about spending habits during this time and see how uh, each of us does. We're gonna each each other ask each other five questions about uh, spending and I'll let let Lauren kick that off. All right. Well, Jonathan, I'm curious if you happen to know what you think. How much money do you think the average American, individual American, spends on eating out? In Just a, in general, in, in, in a general, given eating, year. eating out at restaurants, fast food in a given year, how much does the average American spend on eating out as opposed to cooking food at home? So average American each year spends uh, $2,000 eating out. That's low. It's actually $3,000 according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. All right, your turn. All right. I want to play high-low here. I'm going to give you a number, and and you're going to tell me if you think that's high or if it's low. So if we combine the money this year spent on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and if I were to tell you that were that was twenty million dollars, would you say that's low or that's high? That's low. That's correct. Twenty-four point one billion dollars. Billion with a B. Yeah. Did I say million? You said million. Oh yeah. No oh, wonder no, I no. said low. Yeah, definitely low. <laughs> Twenty-four point one billion dollars spent on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Wow, that's a lot of online shopping. Yeah, there's a lot of Amazon packages showing up at yes. someone's door. Yes, well, that's also in-person shopping on okay. Black Friday. But okay. you put those two together, twenty-four point one billion more. Wow. More still spent on Black Friday than Cyber Monday, but they're getting pretty close. All right, now let's think about a little bit of uh, money habits when it comes to recurring money so not just one-time spending okay how much money do you think the average household in america spends per month on subscription services so think netflix maybe cable tv maybe any kind of any one of those subscription services where a package or a digital good shows up every month three hundred dollars that's actually high all right It's right under that. It's $273 a month, but it's up 15% from 2018. I'm amazed it's only that much. I would bet mine is up at least 30% in that time period. Right. So, But you think about that. You know, you add up all of those little subscription services, which they seem to be everywhere now. Yes. You can subscribe to everything. Um, But $273 a month. I feel like mine equals more like a thousand. I hope it's actually closer to that two seventy three. What do you subscribe to? I don't know. I just feel like between all of my kids and everything, you know, between 
the music, Spotify, and all the video services. They, I've got to yeah. do that calculation. Did you ever do the Sirius XM radio? We did. I got we got rid of. That was one yeah. I actually got rid of. Right. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We do Netflix. We do Amazon Prime. We do uh, YouTube TV. We switched mm-hmm. from the cable to the Same. YouTube. You got me hooked on that one. Yeah. Yep. All right. You're up. All right. How much? How many? How many candy canes would you say <laughs> are produced globally each year? Oh, globally. Would you say it is two billion? Is that high or low? Candy canes. That's low. No, that's high, but high. not much. 1.76 billion. Wow. That's a lot of candy canes. That's a lot of candy canes. Yeah. That's a lot of cavities. <laughs> All right. Now, thinking more Christmassy here. Mm-hmm. Um, according to Consumer Reports, I like to quote, where I get my data. <laughs> According to Consumer Reports. I, uh, that, mine was from candycane.com. Yeah, candycane.com. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please um, don't look that up. I have no idea what's at that site. Yeah, don't go to that site. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay. According to the Consumer Reports, how much money is spent every year on unwanted Christmas presents? Oh, my. These are presents Ooh. that people don't want, but they get, and they need to do something oh, with. Oh, it's got to be a ton of money. I'll give you a guess. It's in the billions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to guess 3.4 billion. Low. How much? 15.2. Oh my gosh. 15.2 billion dollars oh. is spent. Have oh. you ever received a gift like that? You well, just we a- we actually count on receiving at least one of those gifts every single year because my parents intentionally buy it. My uh, my grandma used to. There used to always be one whopper in uh, the package that would come from my grandma of something that was just kind of strange and over the top. And so we've carried on that tradition. My parents very intentionally buy something that is, although sometimes we actually kind of like it because um, we're weird. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so almost always oh, yeah. there's going to be something. Unwanted Christmas gifts. Wow. It's always fun seeing your children have to smile and say uh-huh. thank you through those gifts that they receive. <laughs> All right, you're up. All right. Um being an Apple fan, seeing your Apple computer there in front mm-hmm. of you, how much would you say an Apple's total revenue and oh. they're doing their thing? So at the end of the quarter for that includes Christmas last year, how much was their total revenue that they reported in the first quarter of this year that would include yeah. you know Christmas yeah. last year? Oh, uh, would you God. say it's higher or lower than a hundred billion dollars? Mm. Lower. Higher. What? $111 billion they did in that quarter. In the quarter? That includes Christmas. In Q4. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I contributed to this Q4 because I definitely upgraded my iPhone because Verizon was giving them away basically. Somehow. I don't know how that magic works, but it happens. Wow. Okay. Well, speaking of that, those high ticket items that Mm -hmm. people tend to spend money on and you know, Apple or computers or devices, what percentage of Americans, what percent of Americans go into debt because of Christmas? Oh, my gosh. Oh. This is according to some U.S. Yeah. government site. I forget which one I got it off of. Uh, 52%. 52%. Actually, it's lower than that, but it's <laughs> still alarming. 
21.5% of Americans, almost a quarter of Americans go into debt in order to do Christmas spending, Mm -hmm. Christmas purchasing. Yep. Yep. Spending money we don't have to to give the gift that people don't want. (laughs) (laughs) I heard uh, on the Advent Conspiracy and the podcast or the video for this week, the person was saying that his, his wife was working with this family and knew their income through the some statistics she gathered there that they made $30,000 a month as a household and they were bemoaning the fact that it took them several months to pay off their Christmas gifts um, after they, they purchased them. So even making wow. that kind of money, uh, they were still going into debt for what Christmas. What did they buy? I, Lamborghinis? You got to wonder. <laughs> yeah. You got to wonder. Yeah, but it is interesting how, you know, debt isn't, so, you know, no matter what your income level, people can get into debt mm-hmm. because we don't often live under our means. We live above them. Right. And we try to keep up with that lifestyle. And, right. You know, by buying billions of dollars worth of candy canes. Yeah. All right. So we, how many do we have left? Here? I one have left? one more. All right. Then I got one more after that. Good. All right. Now, getting away from money, but, but you know, this week we're focused on spending less, which mm-hmm. is... Obviously, we're going to talk about money, but we're going to talk about more than money. What is the amount of time the average American spends wrapping Christmas presents? (laughs) So we do all of that shopping. We do all of that spending. And then there's a cost of our time. I remember I have vivid memories as a kid being ushered out of certain rooms because I have to wrap gifts. And that was time that I couldn't spend with my parents because they were wrapping gifts for aunts and uncles and Probably my sister and I. Uh, we talked about how exhausted we can be on uh, Christmas morning after getting home from church at 1 a.m. Yeah. and coming home and saying, okay, now I need you to wrap this, do this, do that, and right. going to bed at 3 a.m. and turn right. around at right. 6 to get up with the kids. So how much time uh, do they spend wrapping gifts? Average American spends four hours wrapping gifts. That's close. It's three hours. All right. But, you know, I don't know exactly how they got that data, but yeah. that, that was something <laughs> I found there. But, yeah, think about all the time it takes then to wrap those presents. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. All right. So, again, shifting a little bit. So we looked at, I'll go back to my first statistic, $24.1 billion spent this year on Black Friday and Cyber Monday combined. How much would you say was given on Giving Tuesday? Mm. Would you say it is higher or lower than three billion? Higher or lower than three billion versus the twenty-four point one billion spent uh, on on Giving Tuesday. I think lower. Two point seven billion, 2. which was an increase. Which was an increase, but right. you think about that—that's nine times more spent on Cyber Monday and Black Friday than given on Giving Tuesday. Nine times more are we. We, we buy things, then, then we give. Yeah. Yeah. Although I did see that in 2020, looking up my data, uh, and a statistic I did not include, that the year 2020 in the United States was a record year for charitable giving. That's great. It had never been higher, even through the pandemic, through a lockdown, through a lot of that. So, but it, but it still doesn't compare to the amount of money that we tend to spend on subscription services, eating out, 
food, goods, clothing, and Christmas presents nobody yeah. wants. Yeah. Um, can you think of all those supply chain issues then of returning $15 billion worth of gifts that people don't want? Oh my or how many basements are just filled with it? Right. We have right. a pile in our basement where we just re-gift, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> <laughs> save for a white elephant. So the things that you really don't want, you you give to me. That, yeah, that's well, good to know. You know it's funny yeah. because as a kid growing up, my dad was always really, my dad and mom were really thrifty people. But <laughs> I was so embarrassed as a little kid because every time I'd be invited to a friend's birthday party or, you know, my dad would say, go check the wagon. <laughs> there was a wagon. <laughs> There was a wagon in the garage filled with presents and toys and stuff nobody wanted. And before we could go buy my friend a toy, we had to check the wagon (laughs) for something to get. And you know what? I've turned into my dad. I now check the wagon. We had a box that, and it weighs like 300 pounds because it's a lot of like books that we had doubles of when the kids were little. But somehow I think half of it was either stuff that was forgotten or decided since we didn't really like it never wanted to give it and so then you're stuck with this big you know tub full of stuff that never is given away and now is you know looks like it's probably from you know the year 2000 because it is that's right yeah so what does all this have to do with advent it's a really good question lauren well you know it certainly all ties into this theme of spending less and one of the things that we want to think about as we talk about spending less is uh, certainly we want to work at that numerical piece and the the debt piece that you talked about and the kind of stress that that causes in our lives and limits our ability to be generous at other times you know those are all concerns but also simply thinking about the the intentionality of the spending that we do and why are we spending what are we spending on and um, you know that and one of the things I talked about in the the sermon this last week is that, you know, spending less often means getting more of the, the experience of God in our lives <laughs> and in our world. Because when we're spending less on stuff that, that consumes us and clouds our, our uh, headspace, um, when we're when we're limiting that, we're able to have more space to be able to be present uh, with our families in community and uh, experience God as God breaks into our world in these various ways. Um, and part of that comes through our giving and our the way that we give not just of our money but of our time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so it's such an important thing to think about that instead of going and Spending, spending, spending. I mean, you talked about how much time we spend wrapping presents. That yeah. doesn't even account for how much time you're shopping. out shopping. Yeah. I really liked, you had a great line in your sermon. I remember the first part of it. The second part, um, I get the gist of it. You said spending less isn't about depriving our family of Christmas presents. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's more about the intentionality of, of being focused or directed. I forget exactly how you, you finished that sentence, but I thought... You know, um, there is a real opportunity and invitation in this. And you can take it as, like you said, as far as you want to go. Um, you know, there will be Christmas presents under the tree for Brianna, Luke, and Noah. But this year, Becca and I have really decided to limit what we spend on one another. We, we, we don't really need gifts. We can express our love in other ways. And then we can use some of those funds to to bless organizations uh, like like HTF or Prince of Peace or other causes that we care about. 
Um, I've known families who have have done this sort of a thing um, for many years. And um, where I was an intern when I was still in seminary, um, every year that congregation took a trip um, to Mexico with an organization. Um, we left the day after Christmas and we got back on New Year's Eve, so just a short trip with an organization to go build houses outside of Tijuana. And this organization partnered with local pastors outside of Tijuana to identify families that, that needed a home. And we would literally build a home with very simple materials, um, you know, bucket brigades of, of concrete, and, and um, we would work with the family to do so. And a lot of families in that congregation um, have made it a ritual and a tradition where they, they forego Christmas spending in order to send their children or to go with their children to Mexico and they, they spend that money on an experience um, for themselves to go do this trip, but also they spend the money to help these families. And I always was so inspired by that. I, I you know, Becca and I were just married when I was an intern out there and, and thinking, wow, what, what an amazing witness. I, I think of, you know, uh, some, some dear families out there that you know, whether it was dad or mom, went with their kids for four or five years in a row and did this. That's great. And um, you can take it as far as you want to go. Certainly mm-hmm. there, you know, a family might be inspired this year if it's not too late, you haven't done your shopping, to say, you know, what if we really drastically cut back our spending on gifts and used that money to really make an impact for somebody or an organization that could really use it. Right. But you can also start small. Yeah. Suzanne and I were even talking today at lunch about how do we, if we're spending less time uh, going out and doing all that shopping and wrapping and so forth, what's a service project that we can do together as a family? And trying to think about that, you know, how can we invest our time in a different way in this season, uh, which is another byproduct of this. And the other thing that I just think is a great thing to think about as we talk about um, spending less and um, proud, proud dad moment, my daughter Margaret wrote the connection point that's coming out this week about spending less. And I thought she just did a beautiful job in it. And one of the things she said there, she said that spend less doesn't mean care less. Mm. Um, and oh yeah, and she's really talking about the intentionality and how we spend our money, the kinds of presents we buy. And are we thinking about, um, you know, where are those where those things are coming from, where they're going. And she asked three questions that are really interesting. She said, is it, so we think about buying a, a gift, is it helping the recipient? Is it helping the earth? And is it helping my wallet? Hmm. Um, so I, I think all three of those are, are helpful to think about as we just hit this, you know, buy button on the computer right. and because I just need to get something for that person. Um, can we be more intentional? And she did, has a nice list and uh, shares a, a website I would encourage you to go to, um, thegoodtrade.com. And it's got uh, a list of, of companies that, that are very thoughtful in the, in the kinds of policies that they have corporately and, and a great list of places to go to buy gifts. Yeah, so stuff doesn't just end up in a landfill. Right. It makes me think, you know what, I can't wait to read the connection point. It, it makes me think, have you ever known somebody or maybe you've been in this dynamic with your own family or a friend where gift giving might be somebody's love language? And, and what do you do in that scenario? Mm-hmm. You know, because that's a real thing. Right. I, you know, um, I know people 
that for whom gift giving is their love language. And then what they can often get caught up in the trap of, maybe you felt this, is, well, somebody gave me a gift that equaled about $50. I better give a gift that equals about $50. And we go back and forth, and it ends up becoming less about, will this bless a person? Is it meaningful? And more, um, did we balance the scales of giving and receiving? And I think when we start doing that, we've lost the whole heart behind giving more. Right. And so even for those who for whom gift giving is a love language, the easy default mode is to spend more or get the shinier thing for somebody because, you know, that's how they receive love is gifts. But we can give really meaningful gifts that cost little to no money. And sometimes those are the most meaningful gifts we give. Um I don't want to give away, you know, some of the gifts that we have planned for some family members this year. If they're listening to this, <laughs> I almost did that. But, but you know, to, to think about that, to challenge yourself to think, how could I give a gift um, to a loved one um, that would really be meaningful that might not even cost much money at all? We've so correlated gifts with spending. Right. But a gift could be many things. Right. Well, Lauren, that, that leads to my gift to you this year. I, okay, okay, great. I, I'm giving you my heart, Lauren. Oh, wow. Well, what what yeah. should I do with it? <laughs> uh, should I resuscitate it? So, yeah, so, some would say it's a very small gift. <laughs> well, with, with enough nurture and care, I think I can make it grow like the Grinches. Oh, good. It can good. grow I'm three glad times. To hear that. Yeah. What is a gift that you would like me to, uh, to give to you this year? Hmm. And vice versa. How can we, we hmm. work together? We're colleagues. Um, we share a lot of our waking days side by side, office to office, doing the work of ministry together. What what is it? What would a meaningful gift be? I think that would be. Oh, I think that'd be a wonderful topic for next week. Ah, and, uh, good way to tee it yes, up. Yes, yes. I think that would be a wonderful thing for us to think about. So, as we shared our questions this week, I think next week let's let's talk about you know how we could bless each other with, with gifts and the kinds of things that we would appreciate from each other in the, in the coming new year. I've been waiting for this episode. I've got a list prepared. <laughs> it, uh, no, because next week we will be talking about giving more. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going to spend less so that we can give more, um, to give more of ourselves more intention, more thoughts. So tune in next week for that. Oh, you definitely want to tune in for that. That should be fun. It'll be a good conversation. Uh, you know, for now, um, blessings in your wrestling and uh, just encouragement to, to consider big and small ways that you and your family can spend less this season. It's going to be an exciting advent as we hear stories about how this plays out in families' lives and uh, certainly in our own lives as well. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.